Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Brown Paul, we believe It is December 16th, 2021 Welcome to The Daily Rob You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey and on all major podcast platforms. Now, without further ado, from somewhere, I imagine, in the deep south, Rob Smith. Yeah, I'm actually in Missouri. I'm out here visiting my old friend, Josie Wales. You know, Stu, I've always wanted to be able to spit tobacco like he did in the movie. And uh, he's te- we got a dead guy here. Here, I'll show you. See ya. Oh, that's quite unfortunate. His yeah. hat's down the road. Yeah, well, you know, um, in the movie where he spits tobacco juice on his forehead and says, buzzards gotta eat, same as worms. Wish we have time to bury them, fellas. The hell with them fellas. Buzzards gotta eat, same as worms. It's a great, great scene of cinematic history. Well, I wanted to be able to to um, spit tobacco like that, Stu. So he's he killed a guy. And now we're you know walking off about 15, 20 feet and trying to hit his forehead. You know, practice makes perfect. That there you go, Stu. In the news today, again, it's amazing that here we are in eighteen sixty six in the middle of Missouri and we have an internet connection. Stu, a little birdie told me that uh, the Democrats might shelve Build Back Better for a little while. Build Back Better, blah, blah, blah. Not getting much traction. Also, Stu, in financial news, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell says the Fed is going to keep interest rates at near zero, but is speeding up the reduction in its asset purchases and Stu, what they mean by that is quantitative easing. And Stu, I know more than the Federal Reserve, okay? Quantitative easing, easing does nothing to spur the uh, economy. It's all these philosopher kings who think they can pull a lever and somehow it's going to ignite the economy on fire. What quantitative easing does is it's, it purchases bonds and it allows the banks to borrow at a lower rate and have more liquidity. But Stu, people have got to want to borrow for that to happen. You just don't open up the spigots and all, all of a sudden people say, oh yeah, I'm gonna build a new plant or I'm gonna build a new office building. It it does absolutely no good, Stu. Another thing that happened today, Stu, I just think it's it's interesting. We spoke about it it a little bit yesterday, the censorship on social media. But Twitter has stated that in its C-word misinformation policy, uh, it will censor all posts that mention the facts And these are the facts that the government produces that says that vaccinated people spread the virus. Everybody knows that. It's kind of like they want to live in their own reality. They want to, they want to 
fabricate a reality. I reject your reality and I substitute my own. Again, Stu, getting back to our podcast on Immanuel Kant. Objective reality doesn't mean anything. Stu, an uh, economist today stated that Peter Schiff, uh, that if we were using the CPI rate that was being used in 1982, inflation rate would be 15%. In fact, one of the ways the Fed's been able to justify creating more inflation is because they claimed we didn't have enough of it. But the only reason we didn't have enough of it is because they were relying on their own highly rigged CPI. You know, the CPI wasn't always this dishonest. Uh, you know, when, when they compare our inflation rates to the inflation of the 1970s, we're not using the same CPI that we used then. The, the, the annualized rate of inflation so far, according to the CPI for uh, 2021, is 7.3% if you annualize the, the first 11 months. That's the worst rate since 1982. But if we were using the same CPI as we used in 1982, the rate would be closer to 15% which means it's the worst year in inflation in U.S. history because the highest one year was 1980 when it was 13 and percent. And this year, it's more than that. And I think that's true, Stu. If you look at a lot of commodities and goods, they're up 28, 30 percent. A lot of building materials, things of that nature. And just to kind of speak on that, you know, I was at the grocery store today and, you know, ground beef is up a whole lot probably about i would say close to maybe three dollars more than it usually is for you know a big pack of it and then when it comes to supply chain woes you know i don't i don't drink but i'm making my holiday eggnog right now for everybody and i use three different spirits and that so i went into the abc store for the first time in a few years and half the shelves are just bare and apparently there's no absolute to be found in the city there was a guy in there freaking out about how he can't get his absolute i mean it's it's getting dystopian out there when you mess with people's liquor stew you might have a revolution on your hands <laughs> there have been some historical precedents for that. Yeah, let's not forget what happened in Western Pennsylvania during the Articles of Confederation. The feds messed with their whiskey. And let's not forget about the moonshiners in Southwest Virginia, Stan. West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. Feds messed with their whiskey. Steve, um, speaking of communists, were we speaking of communists? I think we were. Anyway, uh, Richard Blumenthal, who is this plastic-faced, uh, empty-suit senator from Connecticut. On a few occasions, I have misspoken about my service, and I regret that, and I take full responsibility. Blumenthal spoke at a communist party get together the other day he presented cert certificates of special recognition from from the senate to three winners of the armstead award given annually by the connecticut people's world committee an affiliate of the communist party usa 
and the Marxist People's World News site. Blumenthal used his speech at the ceremony to tout democratic legislative policies, including voting right reforms, ending the filibuster and Build Back Better Act, which is a Marxist act. According to the Yankee Institute, a free market think tank in Connecticut that reported the details of the event. Um, Stu, what the hell? We need a return of Joe McCarthy, Stu. Somebody who can stand up and point the finger at these folks and shame them. Perhaps you should take over that role, Stu. I don't know about that, but I will say it's getting more and more in your face. It used to be kind of below the surface, and now they just flaunt it practically. What the hell's the guy thinking? I'd like to spit some tobacco in that guy's face, Stu. You see where my training out here in Missouri is going. Stu, um, Omicron, 80% of the reported cases are of the vaccinated. Adam Schiff, we all know what a weasel he is. He's the one who made a big deal over the Ukrainian phone call and got the whistleblower to be a whistleblower who was a uh, partisan hack. Uh, orchestrated the whole thing and then lied to the country and said he didn't know who the whistleblower was. He made up quotes during his presentation when he was kind of the lead counsel for them. And um, anyway, we all know he is a notorious liar, shameless liar. Well, he's added again, Stu. He apparently is on this uh, January 6th bandwagon, which is all a sham, as we've spoken before. And he has a presentation and he has just made up fabricated text messages. So Stu, he's just made up these text messages. Um, it, apparently Jim Jordan sent to Meadows or urging Meadows to tell Pence to declare some of these states votes invalid. Of course, you have every right to do that to begin with. I mean, but nevertheless, he just made up these texts. And then um, what part of the text was true, he left out all the details. And again, Stu, we've talked about this before. If you do something like that in our world, where you absolutely lie about something, fabricate evidence, you're kind of ruined as a businessman or someone in society. What's wrong with Washington, Stu? Lying is accepted as part of the, as a tool of the game. I mean, it kind of harks back to just the, the theater of it all. So, you know, with Ukraine itself, what had happened there, you know, we put on this CIA-backed ultra right-wing group of Ukrainians and they're affiliated with essentially the Ukrainian Nazi party. And this goes back to the Obama years. So you have the first black president who props up this quasi legitimate neo-Nazi band in Ukraine. And then by the time Trump comes to power, the guy that they say is this evil bigot, he is too slow to give the evil Ukrainians weapons. And so then they impeach him with Schiff leading the way on that. 
And yet Trump is a Nazi, even though our own government propped up this regime that has its own legitimate Nazi militia who are like the grandkids of Ukrainians who wanted Hitler to be in power, who completely buy into that ideology and are trying to have their own Ukrainian National Socialist Party. Very well put, Stu. Oh, I mean, one, one correction, though, Stu. Bill Clinton was our first black president. Oh, sorry. My, my apologies. What else you got, Stu? Yeah. So going back to Build Back Better, like you said, uh, Chuck Schumer has punted it down the field until next year. And, of course, the two politicians that they have loved to laser focus in on has been cinema and Joe Manchin. And so today it's being reported that Joe Manchin had a little bit of, I wouldn't say a freak out, but I think he's pissed, understandably so. And so this weasel journalist, Arthur Delaney, he tweeted that Manchin said to him, this is bullshit, you're bullshit. And I would like to just read the full quote of what actually had happened. Manchin said, guys, I'm not negotiating with any of you all. You can ask all the questions you want. Guys, let me go. This is bullshit. You're bullshit. He told the press as he walked away through the basement of the Capitol, muttering God almighty as he walked away. And so then Delaney says that Manchin does not support this child tax credit which apparently would help like 95% of all West Virginians. But Manchin's issue is that he thinks Build Back Better costs too much. And so really, Manchin is the reason that this thing got punted down the field until next year, because Biden just doesn't have the support he needs to pass it. And it is has just such a large price tag. And we've seen all the criticism of it, of you know, it really, it's, it does cost money. And then there's also the criticism that what happens to childcare p- prices if this gets passed, all this, like what ripples comes off of this? It's things that we might not even be able to anticipate just right now. But as always, the media is making Manchin look like he's the bad guy. And I imagine Mr. Delaney wants me to feel sorry for him because of, politician said that he was bullshit, but we're not looking at a (coughs) recent Charlie Hebdo incident that just happened where I feel sorry for the press. In fact, I'm looking at the opposite of that. We had members of the press get fired from CNN because of, because of sex scandals. So this fellow named Stephen K. Bannon, not too familiar with him, but he said that now that there was a Bannon family that lived over on the north side. I wonder if they're related. No clue. Yeah. But this Stephen K. Bannon fellow, he said that now that they're going to push to rework elections and that it's now is the time to get rid of Mitch McConnell, how Rick Scott needs to lead the Republican leadership to out Mitch McConnell. Senate expected to shelve the Build Back Better bill and move immediately forward and aggressively 
on voting rights. We told you that this is what Mitch McConnell's brought upon us. I told you this was going to happen. He gave him $3 trillion, and now he's given him a pathway to federalize all these elections, which is the only way they can win, and they understand that. They understand they've seen the polling. These are not dumb people. These are cunning and crafty people. You can see this a mile away. Rick Scott and the people in the Senate ought to have a conference meeting today, and they ought to, get, they ought to take the leadership away from Mitch McConnell. And if they don't do it, the war room posse is going to force them to do it. Mark my words, his day is over, and the big donors in the Republican Party that have had his back had better step up and get rid of this guy today. And I think Mr. Bannon is right on that. At the end of the day, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi have way more in common with each other than I have with Mitch McConnell. They stand for the 11th time state and look at Mitch McConnell at his age. Do you think he wants to disrupt anything? No, he wants to go along and get along. They passed this $2.5 trillion debt, debt limit increase. And of course, what they do, the same thing they do with the pandemic and climate change and COVID is they try to scare, scare people. If, if we didn't raise the debt limit, there are lots of things that we could do to run, to run the government. And it would force some fiscal discipline. But you'd go through a period of maybe a month where the press would just go nuts and say the world's falling apart. And, you know, we're going to default on our debt, which we wouldn't. And you would and the Republicans would have some leverage to stop this uber Marxist slash socialist legislation. And anybody who cared about our country and had some balls would do that. Uh, it's been reported that Mitch McConnell has no testicles. Too. I read <laughs> that this morning in the Louisville Courier front page. Yeah. And some of this goes back to the criticism of voter ID laws where we can't live in a society where we know people have to show an ID to buy alcohol. We live in a society now where if you want to go to a concert or enjoy a night out or go into work, that a lot of people have to show their their vax card with their own ID to even get in to a private business. So this whole thing of we need to rework our elections because they're unfair is bullshit when we know that what this really is the beginning of is the Democrats trying to design elections to favor them in such a way that they can keep their hegemony going on. And they will never lose an election. I get you, Stu, about the ID thing. I mean, every time I walk into a bar, the bouncer says, you're not 21. And I have to go, okay, here's my ID just to prove I'm of age. Yeah, so it's an unfair world you live in. It is. And, and then my last piece of news for today. Whew. So this one really got me fuming. So the NIH director, Francis Collins, he's stepping down. But before he stepped down, we had to listen to him do a cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow that he had rewritten to be about the pandemic. So Somewhere Over the Pandemic. 
Uh, yeah, this is a song where the tune will be familiar to you, unless you came from another planet recently. But the words are going to be quite different, because this is really a song for you, a song for all of us who've been going through this pandemic and trying to imagine how's it going to feel when we're finally past that. What will that be like? We're going to get there, and you're going to help us get there. So that's what this is about. Somewhere past the pandemic When we're free There's a life I remember Full of activity Somewhere past the pandemic Masks will come off no more need for a nose swab every time we cough. The world in which he lives in versus the world in which I live in are two radically different things where I have we're chosen. Free, no matter whether they acknowledge we're free or not, we'll put it that way. Yeah. That sounds like a very creepy video, Stu. Oh, I mean, it. <laughs> it. I was pissed after watching it. So. Speaking of uh, creepiness, Joe Biden was out in Kentucky. By the way, the crowd uh, did the Let's Go Brandon cheer. But um, he was in the crowd talking to folks and he, he kneels down and he grabs this little girl again. He's got his arms all over and his face about that far away. And it just went on. 12 years old. Uh -huh. What's her name? Ray's favorite connect one. I told him, you know, you get connect one, the body of the She's the battlefield. Ray Hall, right? Yeah. What's her name? How do you spell the face of R-A-Y-L-I-E. 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 Hall. No, I kid and say the best thing that ever came out of Kentucky was my sister-in-law. It's creepy. And I think the guy is obviously a pervert. His son's a pervert. I think pervertness is genetics, dude. Yeah. And then also while he was in Kentucky, a reporter asked him, why have 800,000 people died? Why have more people died in 2021? What responsibility? You mean you... more people have died since we've had the vaccines and when we didn't have the vaccines? Yeah. I thought the vaccines were supposed to fix everything, Stu. Well, you know, apparently these variants are the only reason why <laughs> things haven't gone back to normal. So, but... You know what they do? They, they always, for no matter what, whatever, whatever the question is, they have two or three responses. Jen Psaki, yesterday, they asked her about uh, meat prices. And she said it, um, they're up because of corporate greed. I saw that, yeah. The corporate greed. Um, if anything goes on in the world, like uh, a hurricane or uh, almost anything, they, they go climate change. Um, Jen's, you know, climate change. It's everything they don't like. Well, it's because of climate change. We can't control that. 
and uh, the whole smash and grab uh, thing where these thugs are running into these high-end uh, luxury stores and stealing stuff, Jen Psaki said, well, it has, it's because of the pen, pandemic they're doing that. It's the pandemic's fault. Has nothing to do with they've uh, emasculated police forces all over the country and in, enabled thugs to go out and steal. They practically have encouraged that to happen. Um, anyway they're despicable people but i think it's kind of like what you said earlier where they substitute it's like with twitter where they have their own view of reality and they just push it down on you and it's not based on any empirical evidence and that's just the way they see it and they just use that as their i mean in a you want to give them the benefit of the doubt it's rose tinted glasses if you don't trust them as far as you can throw them, then they are just gaslighting the American population. But whatever they want the truth to be uh, is what they consider the truth. Yeah. But getting back to Biden, when he's confronted with these numbers and then he's asked, what about the origins of the virus? Where did that come from? And he just he just laughs it off. This laughs it off. Close to a million people have died. I'm just going to laugh it off. And we have seen the emails that go back to January between Fauci and his colleagues. And they are very aware of what's going on. And that little Keebler elf of a human being is allowed to just walk around in free society instead of being in jail somewhere. I'm um, all for um, tar and feathering, Stu. And Francis Collins. Or we could do what Josie does. Okay. And Francis Collins, who is now being treated like some hero as he retires and that we are lost without him, gets to do some dog and pony show Wizard of Oz shit on his way out. Like it's all cute and funny that these people have essentially sent the country back decades. Well, it's because in Washington, you have sycophants who yearn for power and they want to get close to those folks. And so no matter what they do, they praise them and adore them, even though they're idiots, because, you know, they want to be in their shoes. Yeah. And all I got to say is that there is a very hot place in hell for those kinds of people who beget that kind of evil and then act like they're some holier than thou figure. Like they're noble. Yeah. That's that's what I got for you today. All right, Stu. Well, good. Uh, I think uh, Josie and I are going to, you know, Go see if we can um, burn down some houses or maybe go visit Dean Wormer or, you know, just get our revenge out. Okay. Don't, or tobacco spitting. Don't deal in too much lead. We deal in lead, friend. Okay. Later. All right, Stu, go get them. Yeah. Well, you're going to pull those pistols and whistle Dixie.